This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's up, everybody? We got another crazy week ahead. It's been a wonderful new year, wonderful Christmas, all that. Happy everything. Remember why you did it. Remember why we're alive, because now we got to talk about the real stuff of what 2023 is going to look like, and it's going to be way bigger than 2022 was. Just recently, we've got the FBI being caught again. Ray Epps saying that he orchestrated something. He wasn't a federal agent, but the FBI won't quite say that. We know that he helped orchestrate the whole January 6th thing. We don't know what's going on with that, so we're going to talk about it. And how much of your freaking money is the government wasting? That's number two we got to talk about. We're going to talk about it. We got Tina the Cuban in the house. Hey, what's up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) It's good to be in the house, everybody. Man, what has it been? Two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. It feels longer. It feels longer. It feels like it was like a month. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did it does you, feel longer. Did you do podcasting without me? I did one. How did it feel? Awful, I bet. Yeah. Because was, I wasn't here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. I was just staring at the camera like, you don't look back at me. What is wrong with your facial expressions? They don't exist, boy. That's yeah. how I felt. Yeah. And some of these YouTubers have been doing that for Years, years just talking to a, a camera. camera yeah i i think i read something one time about a trick to help you picture the camera as uh, your audience behind it people would put above the camera like happy faces like just draw more pictures cut out pictures of magazines and put on a cardboard right. so it looked like you were looking at someone talk eat, talk right into your mic oh yeah yeah i've heard that too uh, and maybe, you know, one day I'll probably have to do that some because it'll be like, because sometimes I do talk to the camera. Hi, camera. Hi, guys. How you guys doing out there? Welcome to our little world. Um, but yeah, maybe. And then maybe I'll put a little face behind it. Like, well, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it exactly like that. Your blood yeah. and palm fronds from outside. Or else none. <laughs> My blood. It must be. Make the earth, peasant. Dude, you know what was weird back in the day? There was a band called Sum 41. Because mm-hmm. I'm in too deep and okay. I'm trying to keep all the blood in my head instead of going under. American Pie movies is what I think of that song. I think that was them. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It's, it's Yeah, them. so they had this really weird... This happened a lot with bands where they would like, sell their soul to the devil or something weird, and then they would have to have oh, like gosh. a really weird track on their album. Oh, we're just but, gonna jump right into that. Well, it, well, it was okay. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go. Ahead yeah, and go. put your water wings on, bitch. We're going deep. Wait, hang on. I didn't. Wait, well, sounded so happy. Wait a minute. Some forty one is a very happy sounding band. 
Yeah. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, uh, hang on. I, I think I have it by memory. It goes, I'm not kidding. Children of the beast embrace to scorn and hate the human race. Consume the light that hugs the earth and gave the womb in giving birth until a group that will appear and guide you through your final year. The dark armies that are sun when the sun is 41. Oh my God. I remember it like Yeah, I was that. about to say like- I remember it so much in my head because I was a kid and I was like, what the hell is this? Wait, where to did the you point- see that? I didn't see it. It was on an album. It, it was, was on, on their, their album. album. Okay, okay. Was- it was like the last song on the album and then the thing just ends. And you're like, what the flip? At the end of a song or is it its own track? It's is its it- own track. Weird, bro. What made you like memorize it? Like- I, it was just like it would like repeat or something at the end of the night when I'd be listening to the music to go oh, to bed yeah. when I was CDs a kid. On repeat. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it would just keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is... When I had a boombox, <laughs> that was what it was, bro. Remember the CD clock radios? Oh, yeah. Yep. Everybody had those. You had... The, I don't know. You know, let's be honest. Anti-skip is kind of amazing. Oh, my gosh. The technology. Like, you could what actually did, walk. Yeah. Remember the CD player? And, oh, 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 it said anti-skip, but this one sucks. Yeah. Or, then, but, it, but it would give you this buffer time zone where you'd like, you'd hit something and then it would be like, we would be like, I'm mm-hmm. pending. Don't don't hit a bunch more because it had like a, an amount that it could do yes. where you could keep shaking it. And it's like, I can still keep up, bitches. But then like if you did too much, it would be like, nah, f- you got me, right. you know, yep. so like, you oh had to gosh. like figure out like which. So anyway, that was just like the way it was back in the day. Oh, but I don't crazy. know why we started talking about that. We'll switch back to the other topic. Welcome back. It was a tough, it was a tough two, three weeks there, man. Just watching all this stuff unfold with Elon Musk and everything. And oh, then watching yeah. Kevin McCarthy kind of look like he was going to be the front runner for our speaker of the house, which is basically not what we want. Mm-mm. And <clears throat> just kind of seeing all of it. It was, it's been a tough little while, but there's some did, hope in the wings. Did you know that with speaking of that vote, like I think McConnell was trying to push um, for early voting on his position and I think McCarthy's position as well, because then the new Congress wouldn't be um, uh, sworn in yet. So the old Congress would be voting. So I think they tried to pull something like that, like, oh, yeah, yeah let's get it over with. And they were like, no, we're going to wait till the correct. They were pushing for early voting so they could keep their seats. Like, why would you push for early Voting, like just wait a couple, wait a month or a month and a half for. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a primary component of this. Like that, like nobody's slick. You're not slick. You right. know what I mean? Like, duh. And what's interesting is like, you know, Dan Crenshaw, you showed me earlier, Dan Crenshaw coming out and saying that anybody that wasn't voting for McCarthy is basically a traitor. And it's just like, dude, you just, you proved it, bro. You proved it. You freaking proved it, bro. We were we were thinking you were kind of this way the whole time because of your allegiances with the World Health Organization or the World Economic Forum, your membership with them or whatever. And you know, you you got Alex Stein called you out even, you know, and then you go and say something like this, dude. Can if I, you think Ukraine is our number one thing that we should be caring about, you're not you're not caring about us right now, dude. This is ridiculous. Everybody knows it's a freaking money washing pit, dude. And we just sent forty five billion more dollars there, which we're going to talk about in a minute, folks. But go ahead, team. Can I read them some of the crap he said sure. on TV? Dan Crenshaw vented about GOP enemies against Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House in a fiery interview on Tuesday. Quotes: They are enemies now, he told CNN. 
they have made it clear that they prefer a Democrat agenda over a Republican one. Are you serious? This handful of members is very clearly looking for notoriety over principle, Crenshaw said. That's that's what it is. And anyone who suggests differently is in some sort of make-believe fantasy reality. Yeah, so to, to, so, to, so to say that kind of a sentence, such a disqualifying sentence, like there's no reason besides this that they would possibly want that. You're painting it that we must be what you're saying or stupid. It gets worse. It gets right. Worse. Go ahead. Read the next one. Yeah. Crenshaw said, when you're part of a team, you hash this stuff out and then you move on unless you're a narcissist. If you're a narcissist and you believe that your opinion is so much more important than everyone else's, you'll and you'll keep going and you'll threaten to tear down the team for the benefit of the Democrats just because of your own sense of self-importance. Who, is, exactly, who is he talking to? Is he talking to Boebert? He's talking about Gates? the Republicans who would not vote McCarthy. That's who that's what he's saying. And. Honestly, wouldn't that be every almost every Republican constituent, every voter? Because we, we would don't never want vote that. for him, right? Nobody. We has don't want that. that. So it's, he's getting mad at the people for representing their people because everybody that I talk to that's concerned. Well, I don't know. There is some weird, dumb there Republicans some, out there, man, yes. that are like just mainstream, you know? Very. And they're like, "Well, we need somebody who's got some sense." And it's like, "What mission are you attempting to accomplish, bro? Do you not see that it's good and evil at this point? Do you not see that like?" Bro, these people are talking about abortion up to nine months, dude. That's just f***ing weird. Can we say that? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just something that's otherworldly. Like these people, the federal government right now is suing the state of Arizona for having the uh, storage bit. What are they called? The storage containers. Okay. The, the large ship containers. Okay. They had those on their border to, to, to be a oh. form of a wall. And now they're removing them because the federal government is suing a state for defending their own freaking border because the federal government isn't defending their border. And so they're like, you must remove these. So they literally got sued to the point where they had to remove the little bit of fence that they put there themselves in Arizona right after this thing got potentially allegedly stolen from Carrie Lake, right? Who would have put an end to this? Like this is, you can't, you can't have your foot half on the pedal right now about these, these things. If you're a Republican and you're thinking anything about Ukraine and you've ignored the fact that Burisma existed, you've ignored the fact that we have the emails now between them that prove that he was making money from Ukraine because of the uh, the Tony Bobulinski's report on it. Not only that, his affidavit, but not only that, we've got it's verified now. And in the 50 intelligence agents that told you guys all it was fake were lying. That's how deep this thing goes. They lied on the record about saying that it was Russian disinformation information, the Hunter Biden laptop. We are at war. It is mm -hmm. an information warfare zone right now. And if your head is not recognizing that the dragon that we're fighting is a global dominant tyranny that wants to use the, the ESG rules and ESL and uh, emotional social learning and all these things that are going to be new global standards for how they want to control the whole world's culture, essentially. Mm -hmm. And and the new morality of the whole planet. And, and if anybody is going along with that, we are going to get swept up so fast. So if anybody doesn't have their boots on and at war with that and our party, they aren't representing us. They are not doing the job that they're supposed to be doing. Right. And McCarthy and McConnell, too, have proven to be just 
weak leaders. Um, yeah. it, it is what it is. And they're always playing defense against the Democrats instead of playing some offense. Right. Like they DeSantis. DeSantis be- is playing offense, yes. man. Like yes. when, he, when, he, when he just put that task force together that said, we think there's some sexual crimes going here because kids were involved in nudity. Yeah. What's going on? We're going after you. Exactly. You know, and then now they're starting to go after the manufacturers of the vaccines if there was injuries. Mm-hmm. Right. So you that's offense, dude. Like we've got to be taking steps back the and other it's direction. For, it's for things that are real. The left would runs office on on us, but with stuff that's made up like hate speech and things like that and right. made up charges and right. all those things. They get us doing tiptoe dances around rainbow lights. You know, physically right. before we enter doorways because for equity or some shit. It's like, what the well, hell? And they know you how know? to do it. They know how to just keep throwing them, keep throwing them. Like, uh, and I'm I'm not even saying like, hold them, hold the left accountable for things that they didn't do and make up stuff. No, no, no. I want McCarthy and McConnell to actually like hold them accountable for things they are doing or have done. There's no accountability. And these do nothing Republicans don't hold them accountable. They don't start investigations and things like that. They just kind of be like, oh, we'll just, we'll let bygones be bygones, guys. It's it's okay. And it's like, no, we need to do something because they're constantly throwing the darts at us. But then we're, they're, the, the GOP isn't doing anything. Why would we want McCarthy again? It's like we, it's they're kicking our butts so efficiently when they're in control of things that we can't afford to semi kick their butt when exactly. we get the when we get the upper hand. And that's what McCarthy and McConnell do is yeah. they sort of do things. What we need is Donald Trump in there or, you know, Jim Jordan. I think Jim Jordan has a, a dude. I like Jim Jordan when he talks. I don't know his voting record because I simply haven't had time to look at it. But when he talks and the things that he says do make sense and he does seem to have the you know respect of the people, he's still got the young blood. You know, he's still kind of young. Right. I feel like he'd be a really good choice to have in there, you know, and we need it. And he's gaining votes. Does it say how many? Yes, uh, I didn't look at the last one, but um, McCarthy lost a third uh, vote or whatever just recently within the last hour or so. So that's a, I mean, that's a, a good sign. These are good news. But then you have representatives like Crenshaw saying that it's like, how dare you uh, accuse these other congressmen of 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 not being of real being narcissists, narcissists and being not real Republicans. But you're you're doing the agenda of the Democrats. That's what you're doing. Like, how dare you? Guys, if you have not checked out RossDeBoss.com, you can click my news articles. You can read the most up-to-date articles about things. You can get all kinds of merch there as well. I got a shirt that's called Straight Based, and it's a badass shirt that looks really good uh, because everybody likes to be straight based. And so that's there. Uh, there's We've also got memberships to the Cost Club. And if you are looking for all American products, Guys that are not significantly less toxic and just as cheap as Walmart, click the link in my Instagram bio. You can go check it out and you can see um, we can we have a whole team of people that will show you around, show you what's here. Me and my wife have been buying this stuff for three years, four years, and I didn't even know what it was. And I just signed on to go to help them in the last four months because I just love the product so much. So go check them out. Get stoked about it. Bada bing, bang, bong. Yeah, boy. Switch to America. Yeah. What, oh, did I did it? I tell you too with the uh, with the McCarthy thing? What uh, Newt Gingrich said on Fox News? No, what he says that um why we should be voting for McCarthy is another no. Oh, we should be voting for McCarthy, and when they said, oh well, why should we be voting for him? Oh, I mean he's really good at raising campaign funds, and we we need to uh uh select McCarthy again. 
And that was his reasoning. That was his main reasoning. I think he threw out another BS one. You can look this up. But that was what he said. To raise money while the people are suffering. Re- raise money. Like, dude, that, we don't need to raise money. I mean, we do. For but them. Like, no, for themselves. He was talking about themselves. He said campaign money, if I'm not mistaken. He, he said he mentioned campaign in there as well. And it was very clear that it wasn't raise money for us, the constituents. He was talking about for them as politicians. What are we doing here? This whole system is so jacked up. It's so frustrating to watch it burn uh, like this. You know, and, and we are, I mean, some people that are probably smarter than me would say that we're past the point of being able to return. Um, but there's other people out there that are more white pilled and hopeful, you know, and we've got this new information. Uh, Elon right. Musk is slowly releasing more and more stuff. But something that didn't come from Elon Musk that came out recently is really interesting. The federal government basically told Ted Cruz something recently. I want you to play this video of Ted Cruz if you can. Um, Ray Epps was a man who was basically seen around the complex uh, or around Washington, D.C. on January 6th that was instigating and the night before instigating people to basically do, you know, break in, break, you know, do illegal stuff. He was he was the one commandeering like the people and then telling them to go do it beyond peaceful protesting, which is allowed to do illegal stuff. He's like, we got to get them in the Capitol, you know, and that's illegal. And so he was instigating that, this guy. On camera. On camera, multiple Multiple. times. To the point that conservative people around him that were Trump supporters were like, you're a fed, fed, fed. And they were all chanting it. Yeah. I didn't see that They were like, fed, fed, because he was just trying to instigate them to go do some nonsense. They knew it right then. They knew it right then. And so Ted Cruz goes and asks the FBI, hey, da-da-da-da-da. And was he involved with you? Was he one of you? And the only answer that's appropriate in that scenario, is, oh no, of course not. No, of course, of course, yeah. we're the FBI, bro. No, we're not gonna never. like, we're not gonna like, you know, do some nonsense like that. Jeez, we're Silly not like, Sally. we're yeah. not gonna like instigate a riot so we can use it for political gain for the people that pay us the most or give us weird side deals or something weird. Right. But let's see what happened when Ted Cruz questioned them. Tina, let's pull this up. Right. Here's Ted Cruz questioning the FBI about Epps' involvement back in January. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well... There are a lot of well, people who are understandably very concerned, are understandably about, Mr. concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. So some conservatives were accusing. Uh, what? (laughs) The only appropriate answer to that is no, no, certainly not. We would not use taxpayer dollars to incite a riot. (laughs) And not just that, that phrase on its own, instead of like, I don't recall, I don't know, you know, that's not above my pay grade, whatever you want to say, instead of, I cannot tell you that. To me, that's such an important differentiation. Like, I don't know versus I cannot tell you. Right. That There's your answer, in my opinion. Right. 
Well, so, okay, but recently we've had some stuff come out. So that's one thing that's kind of interesting. So the Ray Epps saga goes further. Okay. So then let's show this thing. So this at first, the FBI and all them had a certain kind of uh, wanted list for the people that were doing the most kind of crazy stuff on J6. Okay. So let's just look at this real quick. Okay. So this is the FBI's most wanted. What is it? Top 25 people or something? Yeah. Okay, so they're talking about that guy. That's Ray Epps right there, everybody. Just so you know what he looks like, that's him, okay? So that he was there before, and then after a little bit more investigation into things, all of a sudden he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. He's same pictures. gone. This is the same page. Same pictures are there. All the other people are there except for Ray Epps. Right. Interesting. Right, so they took it away after they dug a certain amount and decided something wasn't right about digging into this. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Clearly, something is going on here. Why wouldn't you want to know who this guy is? Like, who this guy is, is since we're like putting grandmas in solitary confinement for like stepping on the, the toe on the step and all those crazy things. Some of them are still in jail to this moment, which um, violates their constitutional rights for a speedy trial. But that's neither here nor there. Well, and um, this guy was seen. He was seen, and you can watch videos of him basically whispering in somebody's yes, ear, yes. saying, hey, we need to do something about this. And then five seconds later, like Ted Cruz points out in that same video, he points it out later on in that same clip. And he goes, he he whispers to somebody's ear that you need to break through this barricade. And then five seconds later, they do. And so they have all of this. And then all of a sudden we get this text message that comes out. Ah, yes. Look at this, guys. This is Ray Epps texting his nephew. And this is what we see on his text messages. Okay. It looks like this is Dalen or Dalen Epps. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm sorry. Okay, so pronounce it. Who is, first of all, he's my, my nephew. He's 28 years old. We scroll down just a little bit in the middle of the page. All right, perfect. So it looks like around 9 p.m. your nephew texts you, you and Jim, you and Jim be safe. And then 2.12 p.m. on January 6th, you text back, I was in front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Literally the word, words. I orchestrated it. <laughs> what do you do with that? You know, and it's like, how is this guy? And then so no wonder he's not answering. He's being let off and potentially. Well, I don't no, know the what Democrats he is. should be calling for his head. They were calling for the head of a guy who like, you know, happily stole a podium and stuff like that. They wanted them under the jail for 25 years. Yeah. And, this and they're guy, still in jail now. Yes. They're and, in jail now. And this guy says, I orchestrated it and nobody gives a rip. He literally said I also orchestrated it. Come on. Come on. And you're they're not not mum. So it must mum. be he's a federal he must be a federal agent, bro. So the FBI's been doing a lot of shady stuff. So let's just talk about who we're talking about, right? Let's just get down to the nitty-gritty of this. Number one, we're talking about the FBI. It means nothing now. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like Ten when- years ago, FBI, in my mind, I was like, oh, dude, those guys God. are the most badass cops. They brought in the feds. You guys are going down. They're going to bring their criminal task force finders. They're the best investigators. And now it's like, no, nah, what do they normally do? Oh, well, I'll tell you what they did. And on Twitter, there was times where the FBI was emailing Yul Roth or whoever the flip was yeah. the head of the whatever 150 times a day. That's what they were doing, saying, why haven't you banned this person? Why haven't they, why is this person still on your platform? Sending suggestions. Yes. Saying, Let us know if you Paying need any Twitter $3.5 million for helping them is do certain things. Yes, uh-huh. 3.4 something. So it's like, dude, these guys, and it was clearly biased information. It was all conservatives. They wanted the people banned that were talking about Biden. 
And 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 sometimes it was it about was it was it wasn't even that though. It was some of it was jokes. Yes. Which is what which is what Elon Musk has been so crazy about. He's like, dude, the FBI was censoring comedy. Right. He was censoring comedy because it was effective at getting a message. And so it's just like, dude, these people that's why I'm saying this earlier. We are at war. Yes. It's ideological information warfare. And we are three generations behind these other guys. And so we can't have somebody like McConnell or McCarthy calling the shots right now because they aren't going to pull out our real bayonet in charge. You know what They're I mean? And I don't mean that physically. I mean that metaphorically, right, ideologically. Right. In case anybody wants to try to get me in trouble, you know, Andrew Tate me later on or whatever. Which what's interesting though is that I don't agree with Andrew Tate about some stuff. And the way that he got really wealthy, I completely disagree with. He basically he basically let women become that were his girlfriends kind of like do phone with I know. men I know the, to I know. generate money. And I'm like, that's wrong, bro. Like you perpetuated damage. Do you know how much emotional damage comes from a girl who knows that she's for sale and you helped her sell herself like that? I'm not saying it's it's bad, but okay, so are we going to go back and say that women above 18 are not uh, adults? No, no, they have a full right to do what they did. Right. But are we also going to pretend that a very wealthy and world champion doesn't have a immense amount of persuasion and might lead a woman to do something she regrets later on. A car dealer can sell me a bad car and that'd be totally okay in the eyes of society. A to- and knowingly a bad car, kind of like that movie Matilda. Yeah, in the eyes sawdust. of society, you're not allowed to say it's evil to do that. And I'm and I'm judging mm-hmm. him as a believer. I'm saying like right. as, as a dude who's supposed to be a moral person, I look at that and go, you no, did it some is damage. Creepy. It, well, yeah, it isn't yeah. right. But, but, but yeah. I'm not saying I'm fully against the guy. 98% of the crap he says, I'm like, that's 100% on. Yep. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Based. But there's a, some things where I'm like, I don't, I don't agree about cheating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You talked about earlier. Like, yeah. I don't agree with his take on cheating and men cheating and it not affecting anything. And it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. I think that's bad. It's a bad, uh, you know, it's a bad everything. But anyway, there's a bunch of other stuff I disagree with, but mostly I think the guy's saying the truth about a lot of things. And, mm-hmm. and then they that's just, why they hate him. Right. Well, that's why they just arrested him. It seems, you know, and they're saying it's for human trafficking, but it's like those people were his girlfriend. But he did say some stuff like, I told you, you're not leaving, you know, like he, like whatever, but like he's kind of inflammatory. So we have to see what he actually said. And the girls have to actually like be like, this is what he did to me. But how much money would you have to pay a girl to be like, yeah, Andrew Tate was actually an asshole. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't, it couldn't cost that much. Nope. Here's a mill. Will you they do it now? They want attention. They also they'll they'll do it for free now because the a lot of these young women want Instagram followers and Twitter followers. Right. So they'll do it for free for the clout. Did you see uh, Stormy Daniels has to pay Trump now? I did see that a while ago. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, I I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying, boy, how the tides have turned. And Michael Avenatti. Yeah. He's in jail for like what 20 years? I don't I don't know how long he's in. I just know that he went to jail. All that hullabaloo is the best word I can really use. It's corny, but all that hullabaloo over Stormy Daniels with the Michael Avenatti and nothing but a bunch of sugar honey iced tea. All that energy. Think about how much energy the liberal media spent on just that hoax alone. Right. I mean, do I, he's I mean, per- it's, it's reputation destruction. They yes. were aiming at reputation destruction. So of course they just harked on about it. Man, it's so it, interesting. The role that media plays. It's almost like if you had a bunch of gerbils in like a big building and you just had an intercom system mm-hmm. and you just gave one person that really liked you the intercom system. Mm-hmm. And that's all they heard was just like the intercom. Welcome to da, 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 da. 
today we're angry at Marcus because he did this and this. And you're just getting brainwashed all mm-hmm. day as this intercom plays. Like right. that's how much control it has. It's losing control. It's losing control as mm-hmm. time goes on because people are disbelieving it significantly more. You know, I think that's why the jokes were banned. The Twitter jokes. Right. Because they They're say effective. comedy. Well, and they say comedy can be so funny sometimes because it's rooted in truth. Right. Like sometimes when they make like, you know, wife jokes and you see the husband like cracking up and stuff like that. And it's something like kind of crazy that the comedian talked about. It's usually because it's rooted in truth. But that that's great. That's great about comedy. And that's why they censored him, because not only was it funny, it was true. But well, the FBI, the, you know, yeah. that's like uh, Bill Burr. Mm. He did that comedy thing about abortion. He was like, you know, you got one side that's like, Fuck, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I want to kill my kids. Yeah, it's not it's not a person. And he's like, well, you went in with a baby and you came out without one. Something happened to the baby, you know, and he's like, so you are you are killing a baby, you know, and it was just kind of funny just to hear him kind of go through it because it's like it's true. And so you can't argue with it no matter how many gymnastics they've tried to get us to do about this topic to make us go. I mean, what from Hillary Clinton, safe, legal and rare, legal and rare. Like not, but why does it need to be rare if it's not immoral? So they, they must've recognized it was somewhat immoral. And then it was, it's not immoral because it's not even a person. And then yeah. it's like clump of cells. It keeps, it could just keep getting taken down. Yeah. And then it's like, it doesn't make sense when you, when you push past it. Now it's nine months. You can do what you want, you know, like don't past let, nine months. Aren't there some people? Yes, that were there saying are. That there are some birth? people yeah. after birth that are saying, yes, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. There, there was one lady I heard say two years old, hundred percent, hundred percent. She said two laugh. years old. And I was like, what, you know? And mm. it's just, I think it's a result of people not having to think for the last 25 years. You think that or lack of immorality? I feel like it's more of a lack of immorality. Ethics, yeah, but immorality, God out, but uh, immorality, like the only reason that you're able to make people think dumb shit, like be immoral and God's not real and all that. Yeah. The only way you can do that is if people are stupid. Like if the people are not rooted well, in, I mean, that's kind of like, obvious, right? Well, well, and they're so comfortable. I mean, oh, like they're okay. so comfortable. Look, if you really had to worry about your life, you mm. care about like, is there a God? Like, I'm not trying to piss him off because like my, <laughs> my next meal might not be here so easy. But when you have all of these, you know. Being held responsible, accountable by something, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is that kind of on the, that's what I feel like. Yeah. You know what? You're kind of right. Yeah. Because even accountability on many levels, spiritual or like when it comes to children and everything, there's accountability that the government keeps saying, no, you don't have to be accountable. Yes. We'll so, do it okay, for you. Yeah, Let yeah, us yeah. autopilot this. Okay. Yeah. Now I get you. But like saying. if you had, if you had, but if you, like I always take it down to a small village, you know, metaphor, if you had like 50 people in the village, mm. you know, and you were just born into that mm-hmm. by age nine, when we, when we went out to hunt, you don't get to stay home. Are you kidding? We'll starve. Get off your ass. You can't be lazy and uninformed right. about how to kill the deer. Get over here. Oh, and you need to be informed. Did you see the way he threw that? He's going to vote next month when he goes to council for teaching all of our young men. He wants to teach them to throw that way. Was it effective? No. So you saw how I killed it with what I threw. You know, all these little nuanced things that make That's you go, point. how does work? Mm-hmm. You would have to care about if it was a small knit thing that you had responsibility inside of. But because we've had so much strength and surplus, it's allowed 
for couch livers. Mm-hmm. You know, and you they just, think that's always been there like that. Yeah. I just sit on the couch all day and don't have to do much. I don't have to be engaged. I don't have to be concerned. Can you believe that people live without concern mm-hmm. pretty frequently? Like their concerns are this big and almost none of them involved a, a, a crucial component of their life. And, and so you've got this base of people that is uninvolved in how life works, which is why they're so far removed from how life works. And then they vote the way they. Right. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, has, vote the way they think, I guess. There we go. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they vote the way they're emotionally manipulated to think. Yes, yes. That's the best way to say it because they are emotionally manipulated. You know, they start from the premise of, hey, you're an evil white person. Do you know how to remedy that? <laughs> and then the person's just like, oh, no, I am. And then they're emotionally manipulated and then they're told how to think from there. So like a slave, emotional slave mind. You know, is what it's gonna. It's is what it is, and well, it's like that's why they use the stories that they do. Like you just said, emotional, like slave mind. Like look at how they got the. Um, you know, there there are people that get uh killed by the police, unarmed all the time, and and in very bad situations where they shouldn't have. But yet the they made the whole world so emotional, emotional about the uh, uh, George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and stuff like that, but they inflamed it. It was, they were, they were horrible situations. It's just that we didn't have to burn down the whole country is all I'm saying. But they used that emotionally manipulated. And then the population was already malleable because they're in that kind of uh, not very, you know, smart uh, mind state. Right. They're in a state, they're in a state that is at the point where you, I mean, people are really dumb, man. Have you seen some of these interviews on the street with people? They're like, what planet, what planet is next to us? They're like, not even no that. clue. Like, what is and then not only that, they'll be like, which, which continent are we on? Yes. Yeah, some stuff and they'll like be that. like, yeah. uh, Argentina, like, like, like they'll be like, I mean, that level you're like, Oh my God. I like, I, when you look up the reading level, of like people, it is so bad, dude. We are very dumb at this point. This is bad. And we just lost 20 IQ points in the last three years from a whole generation because of COVID policies and the mask mandates and all that. Like, do you see these little articles about mothers that are breastfeeding and they're like, wear your mask when you're breastfeeding? Like the baby is trying to recognize your face and you're just blocking yourself. That you're Oh my gosh, you're that making... Awful. you're just doing so much damage and we're pretending like it doesn't matter. Do you understand? Like for even in primates, literally a smile in primates is, is, is a sign of submission and it communicates quite a bit. Well, and facial expressions in general, facial expressions in general. Sure. But, but so you take that away from somebody, you know, I mean, it's hard yeah. to even see what kind of I'm thinking. If I just cover my face right now, you're like, what's I can, I can kind of read them, but I can't really read them. You know no, what I mean? And yeah. it's like how much more and, and 90% of communications nonverbal, I was just about to say that. you yeah. know? So you're talking about teachers and mothers and fathers and their kids. And you're trying to tell them that to put a f- mask on in between bites, dude, they were telling the people to do that I in their own them. homes. How in damn homes? dare you? They were, yeah. In Seattle, I think they sent that out saying, Hey, Make sure you're take you're putting your mask on in between bites at your own kitchen table, bro. At your own dining room table. That is some bonkers boldness. And dude. people were doing it. People, of course they were doing it. They're still doing it right now. That's true. They're still doing it right now. And it's just like better safe than sorry. And it's like, no, better sorry than safe in this case, dude. You are just you look at these people and and usually they have such a high level of fear about 50 other things too. 
mm-hmm. you know, that it, it makes sense, but they just, they keep us so like this, man, these people, I'm nervous, but the good news is if a travesty happens, everybody will wake up quickly because you can't stay dumb forever. That's true. Yeah. It's just the amount of people that are going to have to suffer due to that type of naivety or, or however you say it, like that and then being malleable and then being manipulated by the media. That's the way I look at it is the aftermath. Yes, I'm hoping that it gets to the point where they wake up and we get to a better place. But my fear is how many people are going to get hurt. And now and we're talking about like kids, you know, there's a whole rabbit hole we can go down when it just comes to kids in general and being um uh, groomed in a way uh, for certain things, including being a, a NPC as an adult, among uh, so many other things. I how much damage are we going to see in ten years from these kids? There's going to be so many people emotionally broken forever. They literally they 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 broke people's brains with this. That I that is the best way that I can put it. That you can see people are literally they're they're. Mind is fracturing in front of us type of thing. And yeah. I mean, you're seeing these people whenever you see these freakouts, yeah. you know, like the liberal freakouts where it's like a very heavy set girl with blue hair and she's rocking back and forth convulsing yeah. about things. You are malfunctioning. You're having like an actual circuit breaker moment where you're like, I can't deal. I can't, I can't deal with what's happening right now. Somebody has to fix it or I'll, or I'll die. It's like a fainting goat. The situation is so tough. The situation is so bad. I'm going to faint here. And if this was a real threat situation, you'd just be eaten right now. So what you're doing when you freak out like that, because you are basically not helping to solve the problem of like, if if this thing's an enemy, a foe or something, you should be bold and confronted when you have the freak out and you're doing all that. You're basically saying, I'm so angry about this. Mommy and daddy come do something like you're still a child. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, uh, you know, there's just a lot of that. Anyway, talking that about that, the, what right. does the government implement? What does the government want more of from everybody? What does the government want things to be like is basically the question. And and when you let the government treat people how they want and and what seems to be in the government's best interest as far as the way they treat people, it's like this. And homeless in Portland. It's a piece of cake, really. I mean, that's why you probably got so many out here because they feed you three meals a day. You don't have to do shit but stay in your tent or party. Or if you smoke a lot of dope, you can do that. Um, mm. What else? What else, Melissa? What else do I say? Wow. I'm being interviewed. Um, yeah, that? that's really it. It's like you wake up, you go eat a blanche, get high. Go eat a blanche for lunch, get high. Go eat dinner, get high. And that's all you do all day long, every day. I'm being honest. Being homeless in Portland. Yeah, so, that's where do we start? I mean, it was basically, it was a video I showed the other week. It was a guy that went into one of the help facilities because he was a drug addict, right? And he was like, let me show you what they gave me this week. Okay. He pulls out an entire cardboard box of syringes. He's like, they gave me all this. He was like, they gave me fresh, uh, uh, what's the steel wool? He was oh, like, they yeah, gave me steel yeah, yeah. wool to use as a filter. He's like, give me a ton of that. He was like, they gave me a ton of this. They gave me clean this. They gave me clean this. They gave me these little chopsticks to push the crack into the pipe better. He had a whole freaking box. And then he said, and then I asked them guys, now, last thing, where can I go to get clean? And the, the workers didn't even have an answer. They were like, we don't know. So 
when you let the government just do what they want, you are enabling people to do what that woman in Portland was just doing. We'll feed you. You just sit here and do your drugs. We'll even pay you. Like, what are you enabling this for? Well, not just the way that I think they look at it, because this, I, this goes with what you said, that the workers didn't even have like a number or brochure or something like that, but they had all this clean paraphernalia. This is what they are. First of all, the high ups know this is destructive, So, but they're going to keep pushing it. But they trick normies normal people into saying this is compassion right you're compassionate if you're giving them a druggy box right but doing the right thing is so hard it's so but much harder they don't want to do the right thing right. but they want to feel good it's so it's all this it's, feel good it's for emotionalism no, yes no it's emotionalism work. at great 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 detriment it's it's no think about it. it's no work to try to feel good and it's it's kind of goes along with what you were saying how they're keeping them so easily triggered so easily this you know everything's just they're delicate and fall apart it, it's they don't want to do the work for that good feeling of helping the right kind right. of work they, and if you've ever seen somebody actually come out of addiction before Oh, it is work to be alongside them in any in any degree. If you're anywhere connected to somebody that's doing battling with addiction, it yes. is infuriating and it's hard to go through. But you learn some tough lessons in that. And one right. of the big lessons that you learn is that, number one, everybody was made to be sober instead of addicted to stuff. That mm -hmm. is just wrong for people to be addicted. It's evil to be enslaved to anything. Right. Um, and so. Uh, that's one of the first things you realize. And then the other thing you realize is that you like, there's some harsh truths about like, you have to become better. Yes. And that is something it's that the, that the, a lot of the leftists can't admit is a necessity. They think better is a moral playing field that was created by white men. They're like the whole idea of behaving better in, in your worldview, yeah, yeah, being yeah. on time, being efficient, caring about things, being there for your family, having deep conversations, leaving a legacy. That's all the patriarchy talking that talking. That's actually evil, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, man, they have bamboozled an entire generation of people to not give a about themselves, their ancestors and their ancestors and like the, their parents and their parents and their parents and their parents fought through hell and high water. Some kind of way to mm -hmm. exist. And to come through and to keep having kids. And now 20% of the population says that they're LGBTQ. So 20% of the people's ancestors that all became before us are just all, if they're able to watch this, they're just rolling in their graves going, oh my God, we did all this work for nothing. Our seed ends with Marcus and Bren, which is <laughs> not really Bren. It's actually Brenda, but Bren is more who they really are. You know, mm -hmm. like they're like, dude, this sucks because she looks yeah. just like her grandmother whose name was Brenda. You know, right. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, yeah, you're like running from this. But it's like yeah. you, you, your life is so much more important than just your personal experience. And I think that these identity politics. Yeah. Just all together. Like, you know, anyway. No, I know. And and that's and going back to now, this is all connected. So with the inflation giving people things like that. I just thought of a story I saw recently. I believe it was Portland or Seattle or California. I can't remember. It was a big 
kind of story because of all the money that was behind it. One of those three areas is what it was. It was a huge uh, drug rehab program thing, kind of like that, but they would hand out no pressure to get clean and they hand out clean stuff, plenty of Narcan so you can overdose a few times in one night if you'd like to, you know, compassion, compassion. But what we're going to do is we have a, they had an intricate recovery program. So the program saw 23,000 um, homeless people. And the, and the recovery program, if they chose that, it was all paid for. It was a whole program. It was the business of the whole repo- recovery program, not just a brochure type of thing. Um, 23,000 homeless people came through that program. How many think? Uh, how many do you think took aid? Took the uh, recovery aid, I should say. How many do you think took the recovery aid Versus the keep smoking box of drugs. I don't know. Less than a hundred. 18. Oh my gosh. 23,000. Eight out of 23,000 or 2,300. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, compare that. Anyway, 18. Compare that to me and you growing up with those smoking cigarettes. Uh, those smoking commercials. Oh yeah. The anti-smoking commercials that were attempting to shame you. Oh my god! Remember the yeah. one? There was this one where this guy, like, he's like in a bad mood, and he's like in the subway area or whatever, and it's like a damp, dark, and it's like water dripping from the sky. And he's got his skateboard in his hand, or whatever, and he goes in, you know, and then he's 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 in this dungy, nasty place. Looks like a hostel, bro. It's just gross. And this guy's got this table laid back, and he has the guy lay back, and he's like, "Go ahead, man, do it." And he grabs a a, a knife. Whatever, and then pierces is his tongue, and then he's like, and the tears come out of his eyes, and he's like, "Thanks, man," or whatever. Like he's a badass. And then the piercer, the old man, the guy who does the piercing, looks at him and he goes, "Join me in a cigarette." And then, and then it zooms in on the guy's face who just went through all that battle, and he was like, "What do you think? I'm crazy." (laughs) And then he walked out. It was like full blown government propaganda against smoking cigarettes. Right. Like they shamed the crap out of us to make us make sure we didn't get on big tobacco. Now, listen. When they changed their mind about it. Yeah. But but like right now, the posters and stuff like that, like I've shown on this show, my last episode, don't be ashamed that you're using, be empowered that you're using safely. It's like, dude, there is no empowerment happening here. You are burning yourself out at a, like, it's like. With the Bill Burr thing and the abortion joke he was talking about, he was saying, I don't care if you do it. Like, hey, you know, I'm all pro-choice, but let's not pretend what you're doing is not killing a baby. He's telling you that he's okay with it, but don't try to tell me you're not killing a baby. That's what he was saying. Same thing with these drug addicted people and these posters of encouragement almost. Let's not pretend you're not doing something bad. We will be compassionate, but let's be truthful is the way that I look at it, because that's how the left looks at us is that we're not compassionate and that's not it. We're just talking what we're talking about, taking the hard road to to the real recovery, not giving you a box of paraphernalia so you can possibly kill yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, I think the thing about all this, man, is no accountability. You know, I work I work with guys coming out of jail, coming out of prison. I mean, I work with some kids where their parents held them down and shot meth in their arms, Mm. you know, like in multitude of being raped. And like, I mean, everything you could think of, I met with these kids and and mentored them and work with them, bro. And like, I'll tell you right now, 
Someone that wanted to be clean and be free of it can get there. Someone that doesn't can't. No, it's just that simple, man. And you know, like, what would you say if they had encouragement in your experience? Now they're receiving encouragement. Oh, it's the environment is everything because a lot of these people, the, the slope is so quick to get back into drug use, heavy drug use Mm -hmm. that it's not like I hung out with my buddy, Mike, and then we smoked weed one time. It's like, no, he brought an eight ball and then we had heroin by the end of the night. You know, that's, that's how they would act, you know, or whatever. And it would be like, whoa, you know? And so that's a heavy slip back in and you can't just ease your way out of that. You know what I mean? So it was like with encouragement encouragement. and the proper surroundings to make sure that wasn't even available as like a, like you shouldn't even be in the same state as Mike. You know what I mean? Like you don't Mm -hmm. even know who you don't need to know the Mike in your area, bro. You know? And, but yeah, I mean, it's everything. If they have the appropriate tools internally to be able to fight, they do. If they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. And the internal tools are put there by parents and by mentors and people who love them, pastors, who you know, whoever else. Right. But uh, but it sometimes it takes time. But yeah, they they've basically cre- they've created a rogue generation so that they can abuse them and use them. A lot of these people that are on these heavy medicine regiments too are going to be com- dependent for life on the pharmaceutical company. Yep. Complete possible NPCs. Like we'll treat you how we want and you'll just deal with it, you know, and they're going to be angry, man. When they realize, you know, they say the most dissatisfied people in the United States right now, I think I read this the other day is 40 to 50 year old single women, single women, yeah, 40 to 50 year old single women, because they've just, they've got to the end of their opportunity mm-hmm. and they're looking and they're going, it's it, it's over. And now they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm embittered, you know? And then you have embittered, resentful people, yep. You know, but I also think that's going to bite the Democrats and all their little plans to destroy, you know, because that's not this. All this stuff doesn't just come from the Democrats. This is World Economic Forum uh, population yes. control mechanisms 101. All of it is. Mm-hmm. Everything we're talking about is population control mechanisms. That's all this is. Our population is down so much like our it, it's yeah. terrible. It's going to get bad. And, and the reason they want that, allegedly, in my opinion, is because mm-hmm. they can control you. If there's too many of you, they can't control you. There isn't yeah. enough armies in the world to control the amount of people that there are right now. Mm. I didn't so, think about it like that from a security standpoint. Yeah. If you want to control it, you better have more than they have, you know, or like have like a 50-50 split. We have 50% of the officers mm. that watch the prisoners and then the other 50% of our population is the prisoners, you know, but you got to set up the, it, right now it's, if there was if there was a warden, which we'll call it the World Economic Forum's the warden, mm. you know, it, right now it's like there's five, f- you know, there's 13 million of what would be like officers mm-hmm. and seven billion people. Mm-hmm. It's like this is not even a thing. You know what I mean? Like you guys mm-hmm. are toast. So that wouldn't work. So they got to get rid of some people somehow. You know, I'm not saying that they are. I'm saying, uh, but what I am saying is that the sh- your water will kill you. The sh- your food will kill you. The sh- your uh, freaking air will kill you. The sh- some of your damn cleaners will kill you. The sh- some of your drinks will kill you. The sh- that your food was shipped in to get to you will kill you. Like you, like they everything. The what they put on your teeth at the damn dental office. What if I told you this may or may not be true? What if I told you that 98 percent of breast cancer victims also have a root canal. Hmm. There's so much weird crap out I saw, there. Yeah, I saw something, not breast cancer, but something else. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was about, but I saw something correlation uh, with a specific disease and it, they were talking about root canals. And I was like, oh, 
it, yeah. it caught my attention because I was like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not saying I know it all. I'm just saying that, like, clearly, whatever the FDA is doing, it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that, like, half the crap that's in our food is banned in other countries. Right. It's just like, that. dude, there's some obvious predictors here that, like, we are not eating the way that we should be, and this stuff should be banned. And it's like, that, but that's why I joined this company where it's all American made products. It's non, it's significantly less toxic. You can never get fully non-toxic yet because stuff still mm -hmm. ships in plastic sometimes or whatever, you know, and phthalates are toxic, you know, like the, that comes from plastic. They're little pieces of microplastics. Yeah, that's what phthalates are. The microplastic thing. Yeah. And so, but anyway, that's, if you guys want to check that out, go click the link in my Instagram bio. We'd love to show you a tour of the show. You'd love it. You get 90 day refund too. If you don't, if I'm wrong and you don't love what it is, get a full refund dude but go check it out it's all american made stuff too but so well and well the thing with that too when we're, when we're talking about like you you were just saying like the stuff in the water the stuff here the stuff there the stuff there this kind of ties into how we definitely can call bs on the government when a couple years ago they're saying for your safety we're doing all this for your safety we care about you it's like when yeah, because when oh, right all since the other when stuff that you how's my air about. shit? How's my water shit? How do I have right. arsenic in my water? Right, you know how long it take me to get arsenic out of your water? Two weeks, really? It take me two weeks to get arsenic out of your water. If I if I became the freaking like mayor of a city and it was like we have how much arsenic in our water? You know what I'm saying? It would be like we better change that. You know what I mean? Like, right? I mean, it's just atrocious the way that people get treated and. But yeah. they don't care that much because, again, going back to we care so much. It's like so clear that this was a money making endeavor. What, Ukraine? Be well, no, the uh, the other thing, the the pandemic, uh, because of the fact that don't sit there and try to tell me, government, that you care so much about me when we have all these other things that people have been voicing, like you said, clean water things, you know what I mean? In, in certain places, I'm sure there's different problems, but the, the people have been voicing this, Hey, this isn't safe for us. This is harming us. Literally right, there's right. evidence of literally killing us. Right. Can you please fix this? Oh, well we can. And Oh, you know, just too many. We can't do that for you. Sorry. But when it came to the pandemic, uh, all of a sudden they care about our safety and our health and just one person, right. one person too many. Yeah. It's like, are you the same people that, you know, like are telling, are, are giving people like the same medical community that's acting like they care about us so much. I know. It's the same medical community that still won't recognize that there's any danger related to Tylenol. You know what I mean? Like none at all. Like they're just like, mm, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, there's lots of doctors that don't agree on that. Like Paul Merrick was just talking the other day, you know, he was from Sentara in Tidewater, Hampton Roads area. And he was, he was talking about ivermectin and how, oh, how that he didn't, that he said that they would not let him use vitamin C. Mm. He said he couldn't even use vitamin C. They were like, you're not allowed to use it. You have to use, you have to use remdesivir and remdesivir has never mind. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, but well, it's not was, safe. It was well. It was a product. In, it's not. It, it was, allegedly is not entirely safe. There you go. Yes, it was a new product that was still in patent, so that way they could make the most amount of money on it from the insurance companies, and that's what they do. They'll change, and that's what that one thing that guy who, who did the four years at the Ivy League. I, I had I said oh, yeah, I yeah. sent you a thing earlier about the guy that did four years at Ivy League medical school. And just like spilled all the beans. They have no training on nutrition. 
basically. He was like, we had no training on food. You know, it was all, we were run ragged all the time. So you're just trying not to piss anybody off. So you just become a yes man by year eight, you know? And he, anyway, it was just, it's as bad as we think it is. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it's been another great night hanging out with everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, make sure to follow me, click like, click subscribe, click everything. Uh, we're going to keep doing more and more of these. It's going to keep getting more and more awesome and famous. And I'll be excited to see who's there in three years still watching. And uh, much love to you. Tina, you got anything for anybody? Nope. Have a great night. You want to tell anybody what kind of car you drive? No. <laughs> 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 I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, people are crazy on the internet. <laughs> I'm myself seriously. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps giving. Oh my god! <laughs> Even when, when, it's, when it comes on unexpected, it makes you laugh every time. I, it's, I can't stop. It's too good. <laughs> <laughs> so predictably, but it's so enjoyable to do this. It's like a <laughs> fart machine. You know, you're like, this is so immature, but it's still so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Right then. Well, okay, guys. Y'all have a great night.